We're back on the moon. Since 1972, the U.S. hasn't been back to the moon. And now, through a privately built spacecraft, we are there. Um, Finally. Finally. Gosh, I've been waiting. Um, Intuitive Machines, that's the company that built this spacecraft, named Odysseus. And... um, it's now on the moon. It's like it's like a fourteen foot craft with six legs, kind of like a spider thing that had a. It had like a hour long descent onto the moon. Mm. Pretty fascinating. I mean, I love space exploration anyway, and at this time, it's not very popular, but still fascinating and really the cutting edge of technology and science. Now we do have a clip of the team celebrating as oh, they realize that it made it there and it's functional. Without a doubt is our equipment is on the surface of the moon and we are transmitting. So congratulations, I am team. We'll see how much more we can get from that. Yay! <laughs> Houston, Odysseus has found his new home. An excellent call, and this is our team of intuitive machines, mechanics, and their families, their friends, everyone who has sacrificed so much to make it this uh, far. We're still expecting an image. We expect that to come down sometime in the future, especially as we look towards uh, some high-resolution images. So this, the purpose of this mission, since we are going to have actual people return to the moon... This is a fact-finding mission as to where they're going to land because they are hoping to find these uh, frozen water places where they can extract water and then eventually build a gas station on Mm. the moon for future, you know, tours out to Mars maybe. Yeah, because if you want to send people to Mars, you got to have something on the way between here and there that you could refuel, stop. And make the distance shorter than it would be from having to, you know, do it right here on Earth. Right. They'll put some porta potties out there. You can get exactly. out, stretch your legs. A Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky's. Yes. Quick trip. Yeah. Quick trip on the moon. Yes. Uh, and this actually, you know, it was NASA also. How did it get up there? Well, we have to thank Science. Elon Musk for that because uh, SpaceX ended up. That was the rocket that lifted the hmm. um, the craft up there. So it's yeah. just a it's just a, a three part team there with NASA, this company, and Elon Musk. Um, so it's pretty exciting. However, do we have photos yet? We do not. And people are like, "Come on!" Like if you go on Intuitive Machines on Twitter, I was like, "Where are the pictures?" People are like, "Please give it to me now. Give me pictures. Show me the Eagle Cam." <laughs> People are, because the guy in the, you know, as you heard, he's like, and we will be getting pictures soon. It's like, it's been a while. Yeah. You know, it only lasts for eight days, I guess. Mm. So people are just waiting for those to download. Yeah. Also technology. I mean, I'm sure it takes a while to, you know, I mean, and they are there on a mission. So I think getting pictures for uh, trolls on Twitter isn't their top priority, probably after spending $118 billion. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, some person said, one of the trolls, pretty funny comment, hurry up, what's taking so long? Shaking my head. Is AT&T down on the moon, too? Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so I guess that they lost contact for about 10 minutes, but then they got it back. Hmm, so okay. it was just, I love just seeing, it's like every sci-fi movie 
all not sci-fi movies, but anything about space exploration, there's always like, you know, inside NASA and how people are just hoping and praying and waiting. Um, so that well, yeah, you spend inordinate cool. amounts of money, time, effort, and you put your passions and blood, sweat, and tears into something, and then it all comes down to like a few moments to make sure everything goes off without a hitch. And the fact that it can and it has time and time again is pretty just unbelievable. It is. Uh, there's a guy in the front of the footage that like the camera inside the, I don't know what to call it, the control room, but he is pumped up. Like he is on the left-hand side. He starts the clapping and he's got his hands up in the air, biggest clap. And then he's whooping with his arm. And then there's other scientists that are like just doing a soft golf clap, but he looks really stoked. (laughs) I want to know who that guy is. Uh, but um, what do you think? Are, do you think that we're going to ever go to Mars in our lifetime? Bradley Trainer? Oh, in our lifetime? Well, hopefully I live a long time. So, yeah, well beyond my lifetime, we should hopefully be on Mars. And, Mike, you have longer. So, <laughs> you-, <laughs> you don't know. Barely, but no, no, I think. What do you know? It's true. You- hey, Mike, <laughs> you got longer. Uh, technology continues to exponentially uh, grow and get better and better, and especially space travel. So, yeah, I think easily. Yeah. In our lifetime, someone will be there. I would hope. Yeah. But, you know, that we assume, but, you know, also progress is not a, a straight line or it's mm-hmm. not, there's not a guarantee. And it really requires things like this to spark people's uh, minds in order to encourage them to support projects like this. Because, again, $118 billion is what NASA gave this company to do this project or to help make it possible. That money is not possible for NASA to give unless the American people deem it so. And so we have to like continually support if you think it's important. And if you do want to see people on Mars within your lifetime, we have to support it um, even when it's not super popular because it's going to take a lot of time and money. That's true. Um, I mean, again, the fact that we were on the moon up until like, so I haven't been alive when people were on the moon. You or I both. Mm Mm-mm. Because I don't think you were born no. uh, before 1972. So, like, the fact that none of us has seen a person on the moon, yet it happened for more than a decade, roughly, maybe a decade, uh, before that is just bizarre to me. It's bizarre. I mean, there's reasons for it, but it's still, it's just like, come on now, let's do this. Yeah, I don't know why we haven't yet. I I don't know the answer to that if... You know, I know you're not asking me, but I've always thought, why haven't we been back? Money, you know? politics. Okay. Because yeah. a lot of people think it's just a waste of money to spend all that time mm-hmm. going to the moon. And so they would like, there's this whole competing uh, debate in NASA, just from what I've read, that there are people who don't think we need to send people into space to learn about space, that we can send machines. And so manned trips to outer space have not been very popular yeah right i was very sad whenever the um the space shuttle stopped operating like that's over and i'm like it is you know it just didn't seem like okay well that's it we're not going to space anymore that's what it it meant or it felt like at the time so it's good to see that we're still advancing and um yeah you know technology is amazing technology could bring us to mars or all of but, this footage is just AI. But okay, you can take your conspiracies offline and do a oh, podcast I'll say about it right it. now. But uh, it could be AI. Yeah. Well, 
I'm over here saying technology is amazing. So if it was amazing. AI, we would have seen a picture by now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's I could probably true, make Mike. one right now. <laughs> so technology is amazing. It can take us to Mars. It can take us to the deepest parts of the ocean. No, let's but you, not do that. But you know where it can't take us? I'm trying to transition us right now, Don. Take us into the next break. It can't take us to a world where a man's balls are obscured from view. <laughs> That's true. You know why? Because of Major League Baseball. And I'm going to tell you that story when Pants, we come back. Dan. Pants, Dan. Pants. Right here on My Talk 1071. <laughs> Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. I was just talking to Dr. Bennett earlier this week. He stopped by to do some ads, which hopefully you'll hear about in the next month, all about implants. And if you've never had an implant before, you've never had a need for an implant, but maybe you've thought, what is an implant and why do people get implants? Well, you'll hear in those spots, but I can tell you as well, because I have firsthand experience, that an implant is a permanent solution that is easy, convenient, relatively pain-free. I mean, for me, I don't remember being in any pain during that entire process. And you have a permanent solution to help give you or keep the smile you deserve. So if you've got questions about what an implant is or when it's good for you versus, say, you know, dentures or other procedures, call my friends at Dakota Dental. They are the premier dental implant specialist in Minnesota. DakotaDental.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. They got paid. The boo boo die people. I hope so. Mike Eiffel 65, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. This was a great song at the time. Now we're hearing it again. David Guetta. Oh, wait a minute. It's this not the is original. a remix. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Sorry. It was a cover. I was thinking about see through pants. Really. Obviously. I was thinking. Should we just get right to peanut 115? Yeah. It's 115. Let's talk about peanut Brad and Dawn. Let's talk peanut 115. And today's story about uh, uh, the tallywhacker is, well, brought to us by Major League Baseballs. And I say that, Dawn, because there is a huge ass controversy. Huge ass. Literally. Well, I don't know. Uh, there's a variety Let of me ass check it sizes. Out and see. Okay. Major League Baseball uniforms 
uh, now includes see-through pants. <laughs> now, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have heard this headline or maybe around the water cooler. You're like, hey, you see those major league pants? You can see right through them. And if it's like our workplace, people will gather around a computer, somebody will Google, and all of a sudden you're staring at a guy bent over uh, in the outfield, and you Spring can see training. his, his uh, twigs and berries. Yeah. Or twig and berries, as it were. And apparently, this is causing all sorts of chaos within Major League Baseball, Dawn. And I didn't think that today, of all days, we would be talking about Major League Sports. But here we are. Here we are. Because... It's peanut 115. Because pants, Dan, pants. That's right. I love this quote from uh, Executive Director... Of the MLBPA, Tony Clark says, a lot of rhetoric is confirmation that the pants are see-through. It's been an ongoing conversation where each day has yielded something new that doesn't seem to make as much sense as you would like it. Each day we see more Twickenberries. I think that's what he's trying to say. Well, and it also says they're going to be really popular. Are they? I mean, by whom exactly? Yeah, who? What? Preverts in the outfield. I mean, preverts. <laughs> do you remember that word <laughs> as a kid? That's a prevert <laughs> instead of pervert. Okay. Anyway, um, so I was scrolling. You hadn't heard of this tragedy, Dawn? No. And so I scrolled through some photos to catch you up, and literally, I don't understand how this made it past. Just you know, like. We talk about AI. Like, wouldn't AI have just accounted for this at some point? Like, oh, you're going to be able to see through this fabric. We can't use this as clothing. <laughs> Do you think that AI should go in and digitally put better pants on them? Is that no, what you're saying? No, I'm saying like in the design process oh, of sure. the pants, somebody could have, you know, mocked something up and said, pretty sure you're going to see their uh, shirt tails because that's actually what you see you know there are a couple of twigs and berry photos i uh, mean yeah on the internets but um like there's one of a guy just like he's just kind of sitting there mike yeah he's just like sitting on something but he's got his leg open Mm -hmm. and nobody told the guy close your leg who's the guy that's completely bent over in a stretch I don't know which player that is i don't know but that's the most shocking one you can't see his number because they don't put numbers down there you know what you can see (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> now funny story mike yeah. i learned as we were all around the water cooler uh-huh. here at the office earlier that there is a member of our staff who is like keenly tuned into the business of sports uniforms did you know mm-hmm. this prior oh yeah he's got more memorabilia than Many people on this planet. Did you know that Grant was such a uniform expert, Don? No. I didn't either. Where and, is he? And he unleashed. Well, he's probably getting ready for. I can grab him if you want. Would you grab yeah. him? Yeah. Because, Don, he started rattling off oh, these uniforms are made by this company uh, because Nike hired them to do this. Because actually, Nike was supposed to make the uniforms, and that's why there's a Nike swoosh on the uniforms. Yeah, because you can Nike, see that guy's underpants with has the Nike swoosh. Well, no, this is there's a swoosh on the uniform, but it turns out that Nike doesn't actually make the uniforms. There's a whole nother company. Grant, do you mind that we pulled you off the production line for LoJ to come talk about see-through He's got plenty uniforms. of time. That yes. doesn't start until three. And you know I'm passionate about this. Well, this is what I didn't know until you started started talking about it and I was blown away at the knowledge. Can you kind of tell 
I mean, you already told me, but maybe for Dawn uh, and the listeners who haven't heard this, like, who actually makes these uniforms that are getting roasted right now? So online? even though, so originally for a long time, it was a majestic deal with the MLB, and Majestic owned the rights to make and provide the jerseys for the league. Then, in a few years ago, I think it was three years ago or so, Nike took over those rights. And for the first few years of that, Nike was making those jerseys themselves with whatever factory or whatever resources they were using. Well, this year, Nike outsourced it to a company, what you were just talking about, called Fanatics. And Fanatics is a very big uh, company. They do, um, they sponsor athletes for autograph uh, yeah, he was rights. telling me all about how what? they like control basically what autographs certain athletes can sign. Yes, they and once, what they can sign them on. Yeah, once you are signed with an exclusive deal with like Fanatics, you can only sign certain things, only do it with them. Oh, they also, sure. They also own uh, rights to now um, all of the memorabilia that you would see at any game that you wear for baseball, football. They they have become like this monopoly company taking over everything in the sports memorabilia world. And yeah. it's, it's not good. So when you go to Lids, that's all fanatics. Fanatics. When yeah. you go to Lids, if even if you go to Shields, let's say you go to Shields website, which there's a Shields in Eden Prairie, and you go to like the Twins section, it's actually just outsourcing it to Fanatics website. So they're the ones responsible for yes. the sheer see-through uniform pants. And so, yeah, they decided to not only, they're now the ones manufacturing them, they decided to put their own spin on it. There's some details where now, yes, we're seeing that the pants are far too clear. The jersey. Not only that, but they just don't seem like they fit very well. And then you showed some mm. jerseys that had, like, within the same team, yes. variations the quality of the jerseys and the players are in an uproar about this. There's, there, like you said, there was a picture of the Cleveland uh, Guardians showing two teams doing a photo media shot, and the, the trim on the sleeve was different from one jersey to another. I mean, how do what? you mix that up? Come on. They're, they moved where the MLB logo was. The overall material quality is shoddy. It's And then they've also raised the prices on top of it for a retail perspective. So these are the same. So if you're a fan and you want to buy, which I didn't realize you could buy uniforms. You can buy them in multiple levels. They have like an on-field version, which is 350 plus. They have the, uh, uh, what is it, like a a lower level. Mm -hmm. It's just like a little bit lower level for like $130. But now with these prices, so not only are the fans being affected by this, the players hate what they're playing in. It looks awful because we were just talking about there are pictures going all mm. over the internet of some interesting placement of things. Well, the pants are being shown because they're see-through. Yeah. But the biggest deal is the players don't like them. The fans don't like them. The collectors who buy these jerseys later on that the players may have worn for their collections aren't going to buy them. And now the MLBPA Players Association says they're working on trying to make a solution, but I don't see anything happening because we're... You know, spring training. I was going to say, like it's We're right getting, around the corner. Wow. Yeah, it's, so uh, yeah, it's, they're it, out there. It's been a problem. The biggest problem is, is that Nike should have, and the the fact that Nike has their logo on it, they should be embarrassed that they yeah. allowed their name to be tied to such a garbage. Pro- they should have done a little bit more uh, venting yeah. of fanatics and how they would handle this new build, but they didn't, and now. Nobody's really pointing their finger at Nike when they should be. Interesting. But they're pointing their finger at Fanatics. Nike's like, it wasn't us. Yeah. We didn't do it. Yeah, so it's it's it's, it's, a, 
Just go Are you going to be buying any uniforms this year? No, I refuse. Well, I won't. No. Well, if you wanted to have an OnlyFans account, you could. I was going to say, if you have an OnlyFans, if yeah. like Just get baseball uniforms now. are a fetish, now's your time. Yeah, this could We're be. We're trying the year. to get a side hustle for you, Grant. Yeah. Well, no, this year I'm not going to be buying anything. And like you said, if you like to look at that kind of stuff, it might be the year to go check out some behinds <laughs> because say. it's clear. It's not as appealing <laughs> as you might imagine. Yes. Uh, but Grant, thank you so thank much for you. your expertise. Thank I had you. no idea, and we all learned a lot. Uh, are you going to talk about it on Low J later? Uh, we talked about it yesterday, so okay. probably not. But right. yeah, yeah. We'll, well go thank to you podcast. for talking to us thank about you. it. Thank you. And when we come back, it's Food Porn Friday. Putting something in our mouth right here on My Talk 107.1. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I saw, um, just to derail here first before we get into Food Porn Friday, speaking of the weather, it was like 40 degrees or so yesterday and I saw this woman running in like biker shorts and a bra top and i just wanted to do a side-by-side of minnesota at 40 and la at 40 oh yeah because when people in la like full-length fur coats they're like bundled up like scarves and hats and like uggs and then we've got people that just run yeah it's amazing my mom turned her heater on and she was freaking out because they were in the 50s in florida <laughs> yeah i saw a clip from a tv station in florida where it was 53 degrees and they said limit your time outdoors oh god <laughs> Well, their we're blood like, is thin down outdoors. there. Yes. Yeah, and we're yes. like, come on, I'm naked. Yeah. <laughs> Let's roll around in the snow. <laughs> hey, I did want to give a shout out to listener Vanika too, who said she was trying to call in to let us know MLB pants have been see have been see through before, so she oh, had the skinny okay. on that. She used to work for a team, but um, thanks, honey, for uh, reaching out and listeners. Thanks for playing. Now let's get to the food. Mike today? Yeah. You so, saw something on TikTok? Or? Yeah, normally I have, uh, I've told some people, I said, hey, have your feelers out. If you see something weird on TikTok, you know, we've done the, uh, Let us know. we did the fruit, fruit roll up wrapped with, uh, so good. with ice cream and it actually was delicious. Oh my gosh, it was. Uh, more recently, uh, one of the trends over on TikTok, and I guess this commercial was from a couple years ago, and this is just maybe another cycle of popularity rolling through the TikTok like world, things. like everything. There was a commercial for Daisy Sour Cream. And you know the the jingle, do a dollop, do do a dollop a daisy. And they were playing the song, and then at the very end of the commercial, it shows people dipping their quesadillas in daisy and putting Ooh, yeah. it on top of a baked potato oh, and yeah. all of the normal places you would expect sour cream. Then at the very end, the mother grabs a big old strawberry 
dips it in the daisy uh-huh. and takes a big bite and smiles and says, Weird. didn't say anything, actually. She just smiles. She goes, this is the most amazing thing ever. Oh, my God. Is she <laughs> macho? Man, Randy Savage. Savage. <laughs> oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. Uh, dollop a daisy. So then, of course, everyone on—not everyone, but many people on TikTok—then did the side-by-side reaction video where they're like, "Oh yeah, this is great. This is great." Wait, what? I would never do a dollop of daisy no. with the strawberry. Is what the reaction was. Yeah. So you, so you found out about this, Mike, and then like, what was your reaction when you first learned of it? I thought that sounds gross and sounds nasty. <laughs> To Love which point it. then the next day I brought it up to Dawn, who thought it was, I feel like, less gross and less nasty. What was your reaction, Dawn? Well, I eat Greek yogurt, plain Greek Greek yogurt with berries in it all the time. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I anytime it says sour cream in a recipe, I use Greek yogurt because I feel like it tastes exactly the same. Okay. It's just there's more, you know, less lactose in Greek yogurt and more protein. Okay. So to me, I feel like I literally had yogurt last night for dinner Fun. so i feel like this is going to be pretty similar and about i'm excited tang? about it i the just when, when you suggested it to me mike i wrinkled my nose because to me strawberries are already like not super sweet yeah and so i feel like you like sour cream would benefit something that you need to cut the sweetness of right so mm-hmm. like if you had a big spoonful of strawberry jam and you plopped some daisy on top, that would be a nice combo because the sweetness would kind of yeah. combine with the tart. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like strawberries, especially these days, are just kind of like... Yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm very, very wary going into this challenge. Don, you got a lot of sour cream over he there. He plopped a lot on my plate here. That's a couple dollops. Yeah, That's you got a couple dollops dollop. of That's daisy. That's like a fourth a cup. Oh. <laughs> Enjoy. You know what? You. I, what's your favorite thing to make with uh, sour cream? Sour cream? My favorite thing is uh, the onion dip. Lipton oh, soup mix, sure. onion yeah, dip. Yeah. Oh, I could just eat all thing right now. Yeah, any dip is definitely good. Sour cream. And then usually if we do any type of a taco night Tiaco. at home, we always put sour cream out oh! for certain members. What did you do? Strawberry I just down. lost my strawberry, but I got one. There's more in there. Are we going to do this? Let's do this. Do it, girls. You and guys go guy. first. Yeah. We're going to go first. Okay. Come on, Don. I'll take this big one here. Oh. Do a dollop of daisy. Oh. Oh, oh. I love it. Oh. He almost mm. threw up. Oh, he looks yeah. so confused. Yes. Talk it out. It's, I don't hate that. I love it. You love it? Love it. This reminds I'm me of... I'm having conflicting feelings. Straw- My mom used to make strawberry bread and put cream cheese on it and then slice fresh strawberries on it. And that is exactly what it reminds me of. I mixed because what I just said was true. I got a a little hint of sweetness, which was nice with the cream. Yeah. But then the rest of the strawberry tasted like, I don't know, celery. Well, it makes the strawberry sweeter, I think, because the the tartness of the sour cream. Literally the second bite, bite, I could not tell what I was eating. Okay. Yeah, they definitely overpower each other. Like one, if you would have... I'm trying another one. Yeah, if you would just do the sweetness first. And yeah, I feel like it's a little too... It's mm-hmm. too strong. If your if your strawberry is not sweet... Yeah. Which the one I just put in my mouth is not. It just tastes like a mouth of... Mouthful of juicy sour cream. Which is not bad. Yeah, I think that... 
farmer's market strawberries would be way better, which is what I do. I get them and freeze them because store-bought strawberries, no offense to Mike, because he brought us this great bundle of food today. They're completely different. I grew up with strawberries that were so sweet. Yeah, and no, not real strawberries are. Mm-hmm. So I think that would make it even better if we had strawberries that weren't so. You I know. still think like strawberry jam. Like now, I want to just put like on some toast, some strawberry jam, mm-hmm. and then some maybe a little thin layer of sour cream. But I would not go. Hey, I got sour cream and strawberries. I'm going to town. Ooh, I would. I think I might do this from now on. Over I'll yogurt, Greek, I'll use Greek yogurt. Yeah, which yeah. is you know a little bit healthier for it you. Tastes it, oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's better than I thought it would be, for sure. Uh, we got but an think- email from Janelle who said my grandma always had us dip strawberries into sour cream and then into brown sugar. <gasps> now that mm. is probably amazing. Also, there's something weird to me about putting fruit in sour cream. Really? Without sugar, like fresh, just a piece of fresh fruit. I keep thinking I want like a carrot stick. Oh, really? It's more of like a vegetable thing for you? Like I want a savory dip. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Than a sweet treat. Because hmm. honestly, I, I would just do yogurt or kefir. But yeah, if you did yogurt or you did some, it, it, or like um, Cool Whip or something else that like allows the sweetness to come through, where this, I just think. Offsets it. It's kind of too much. It offsets it. And yeah. it's like, well, what's the point then? Okay. Well, Dawn loves it. I love it. We're not so much. It's not bad. I wouldn't say, ew, get that out of my mouth. But I would never do it. It's not eating a <clears throat> strawberry at that point because you don't even taste a strawberry. Right? Like well, you said, maybe if it was some much sweeter strawberries. Yeah, these yeah. strawberries. But that's not, you know, again, yeah. most grocery store. Mm-hmm. Fruit is completely fruit is, different from farm fruit. It's just well, it's it's just a different variety because they got to keep it on shelves longer. What if you took some uh, a crystal light packet? <laughs> this, <laughs> no, come on, just put crystal some honey light. or some sugar. Yeah, well, zero calorie crystal light and mixed it up in there and made it like pink and then dipped it in there. I'm just trying to That's a lot. open your mind a little bit. Yeah. No. This is a, coming from a kid who had to dig in the cabinet for all kinds of things to make at home. Yeah, I think you could come up with something better. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm glad we did that, though. I, you know what it did remind me of is I, I do love sour cream. Mm-hmm. Well, put this in the books is something I really like. All right. So zero out of five, uh, zero being the worst TikTok trend you ever put in your mouth or five being the most amazing. I don't even know what that would qualify for, honestly, compared to comparatively speaking, but on a scale of zero to five, TikTok trends, where is strawberries and sour cream for you, Dawn? Uh, 4.8. Wow. wow! I mean, five is the fruit roll-up with the ice cream, just because it's ice cream. <laughs> you and think that was this so is close amazing. to that? Yeah, for sure. Ugh. It doesn't make you feel like you're eating something unhealthy. It feels healthy. Okay. I agree with you, though. I'd rather do it with Greek yogurt. I think that would be a much better, because you don't have that super strong tang taste to it yeah. which the sour cream has yeah i think i don't know uh the yogurt or maybe some kefir yeah i'll go 1.7 whoa 1.7 okay where they am just i don't go? do anything for each other I yeah kind of tick tock trend tick tock trend i'm gonna two i don't know two sure whoa a two less than average i should make some of that strawberry bread 
and yeah. put the cream cheese and bring the strawberries. We're not going to say no. Guys. It's a similar taste, but it has the nice no, but sweetness of the you're bread. You're talking about a pastry versus a piece of fruit. Just bread. I feel it's like, bread, honey, like banana bread. We're going to eat a pastry and love it way more than we're going to love a piece of fruit, honey. Okay, I won't make it for you. You can make it for no, me. I'm not saying you shouldn't make it. I'm just saying, of course, we're going to love it. It's got sugar in it. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn from food porn to Brandy Glanville porn. Oh, boy. Well, there is porn involved, but. Not porn, but inappropriate behavior. When we come back right here on. Well, no, there was going to be porn. Remember? He was going to film it. Or show her on oh, his phone. Oh, yeah. We got to talk, we'll talk about, about Andy it. Cohen, guys. Right here on my talk, 107.1. Hi, guys. It's Friday. Thanks for joining us on the adventures of Bradley and Don. There's the hawk soaring across the sky. Some people think it's an eagle sound, but it's just a hawk. Um, the more you know. The more. Thanks, th- you're welcome. Now, we have to get into something that's kind of like, ugh, but it's all over the news. Brandy Glanville, who, if you don't know who that is, she is a real housewife. She also had this um, husband that Leanne Rhymes stole from her long ago, which is why you got banned from her Instagram. Correct? Leanne Rhymes, yep. Leanne Rhymes with blocks people on Twitter unnecessarily. Oh, yes, Twitter. I'm going to go look that up and see if that's still in effect. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Brandy Glanville on the show has always been a wild card. I would say she brings, she likes to party. She also is bisexual and she is, you know, talks about it. She's open about it. Um, and she's been doing these ultimate girls trip shows, which it's kind of like the castoffs, the ones who they say we're on a pause whenever they're not on a current show. Andy puts them on pause. I'm talking about Andy Cohen, the ringleader of Bravo and all things Real Housewives. And we should say just like if even if you don't know the details of Brandy Glanville on, on Real Housewives, you just know that Brandy Glanville is a constant source of drama on the interwebs celebrity drama follows her around yes absolutely uh i wouldn't say she's she's definitely like what she is in real life i don't know but real housewives knows that she is the plot line she is the entertainment on these shows and they use her that way because she gets things stirred up she says crazy things she Says even crazier things and does crazy things when she's had a lot of alcohol. Oh, that's a shock. So anyway, they're going to put her in that situation. Well, this all comes down to something that hasn't aired, which is uh, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip uh, Morocco. So they did the show and apparently one of the other housewives was very upset and suing Brandy Glan suing Bravo because Brandy Glanville, Caroline Manzo says that Brandy Glanville sexually assaulted her by groping her and kissing her yeah. against her will. And we knew about that. Yes, we knew about that. And Brandy's been fighting that sort of on her own and Bravo hasn't really supported her in any way. Now there's this whole controversy because Brandy is now Threatening to sue Bravo, NBC, and Shed Media, who's the production company behind uh, the Real Housewives shows, uh, saying, like, uh, actually, I got a 
a FaceTime message from Andy during the shooting of this, which was, to me, um, sexual harassment. Uh, And it basically was Andy Cohen with another housewife, and they were saying, hey, we're going to have sex, and we're going to FaceTime it to you. And now Andy quickly responded to that because Brandy's like, well, you know, that is sexual misconduct upon me and it's Andy Cohen. So she's going after him. He quickly um, defended himself on social media and it's really back and forth. A lot of drama of him saying like, basically she knew it was a joke and she shouldn't be upset. He's saying that he is saying that like my video that I sent to her was completely a joke and she knows it. And it was all in good fun. And it's really divided online. Like, listen, you're her boss, and so you can't just like do that and be someone's boss at the same time. It, with a, whether it's a joke or not, you were in the wrong here. So it could go to court, and a lot of people are saying now you're really in trouble, Andy. So you better watch yourself. Now that's just in the comments of his posts. Yeah, you know, it's just people online. I mean, what's the reality? I don't know. I don't watch. So what's your perspective um well like, is this legit i don't know because from everything you've told me and from the little that i read i'm not clear and they there seems to be enough culpability on everybody who's involved in this hot mess train wreck all these adults mm-hmm. doing things and you know like i i feel like there's enough responsibility to go around so as somebody who's actually watched it what do you feel i feel like that the things that Brandy says that, you know, the producers, they they encourage this behavior. They ask you to do things on the show. I believe her when it comes to that, because this is this isn't, doesn't all just happen like they are behind the scenes helping to create this drama. And they should they're sort of hanging her out to dry here, saying we didn't tell her to do that. And we have no. We have no responsibility in any of this mess when it comes to, you know, the the show that hasn't been aired and the assault. I mean, again, I don't pay that close attention, but it seems like to me this might be an attempt if I were to think, you know, critically behind what's going on, an attempt to sort of take the focus away from her and her responsibility and the alleged assault against caroline manzo like oh it's not me that's the problem look at all these other problems sure yeah and i definitely am not saying that what happened to caroline wasn't an assault i have witnessed caroline on the show get pretty wild with other girls and you know give them lap dances and she gets wild with alcohol and it's it it's like i think brandy might have Maybe she just misunderstood. She said that it was consensual. Um, Caroline has in the past defended herself when it comes to people accusing, I hate to use that word, but from her point of view, accusing her of being bisexual. And she definitely doesn't want to come accusing? off that way. Is that an Accu- accusation? Well, I that's why I just said I don't want to use this word, but I yeah. don't know any other way because she takes it as an accusation. Oh. And And on the show before, they've been like, if you like girls, just be open about it. 
But Caroline doesn't want to come off that way. However, when she is drinking on the show, there's a lot of behavior that's like, you're dancing real close and, and behaving in a way that seems like you want to get familiar with girls. It seems like something you're open to. But, but when even it comes if you're to open Brandy, to, even if you are fine... I mean, again, you can be fine with all sorts of things, but that doesn't give other people permission to treat you a certain way. I'm assuming that's what Caroline would say in response, right? Yeah, most likely. Yeah. I think that um, Bravo creates these situations and they encourage it behind the scenes. Definitely. I mean, it's like, okay, everyone says, Brandy, go to bed. Don't, you know, you need to sleep. And then we just talked about this at length with because Brandy, again, this issue is not new. And in fact, it was brought to our attention. uh, A lot of the criticisms, well, multiple times. But most recently, that one actress, I don't know her name uh, from uh, that girl's trip experience, who said that they essentially made Uh, her relapse. Yes, yes. Which. I, I don't know. I just I, I always veer towards personal responsibility. These are grown people mm-hmm. involving themselves in a career that is full of drama. So not surprising that drama would surround them. Mm-hmm. That said, it's not to say that if a, if the production company did something illegal, they shouldn't be held accountable. I'm just saying, like, I always feel like there's a lot of responsibility to go around in mm-hmm. this hot mess express. Yeah. Well, you know, TMZ points out that uh, the reason why Brandy is considering suing is because she feels like that, you know, she's been used by Bravo and they air the show. They make millions off of it and they use Brandy as the drama of the show, you know, and. Yeah, but does Brandy bring the drama? Brandy does. Like they're not going to use her if she didn't. But that's correct. But. They also are putting them in situations like, oh, yeah, they're giving them alcohol. I mean, it's, it's and they're ridiculous. saying, Brandy, go do that. Yeah. Like, Brandy, go into her room. Yeah. Brandy, I think she wants to kiss you. You know, honestly, I do believe that that happens because when you watch the full series, you realize that if they took Brandy out of the plot line, there wouldn't be a series. They're using her to create that drama, and then they're kind of leaving her out to dry. So I feel like she is responsible for her actions, definitely. But I'm not saying that she isn't. I am saying that Bravo should also own up to the fact that they put them in situations and ask them and and tell them to do things. And she's like, I'm just doing what the production tells me to do. Um, They encourage it. She says um, in this even... Uh, drinking during the day in Morocco where it's illegal to drink. They're feeding them alcohol. Um, so it's just going to be really interesting to see if she does sue. She does have some pretty powerful, recognizable names behind her lawsuit. Uh, Mark Garagos. Oh, yeah. And Brian Friedman. So those are big shot lawyers in Hollywood. So you're saying maybe she could walk away with a million dollars? I think that. When it comes to like take because the Caroline issue is a separate issue, take setting that aside, I think she could. I think that they could have a lot of claims against um, Andy and Bravo. So a million dollars that, you know, she'd get a million dollars from that, but we wouldn't get a million dollars from that, right? No, I don't know how we're going to make a million dollars. Well, the good news is. When we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, I'm going to give each of us and every single person listening a chance to win one. Oh, I see what you're doing here. Million dollars. You got there. You got there. <laughs>
on the adventures of Bradley and Don. I be to be clear, I ain't giving away the million dollars, but somebody is. And I'm going to tell you who that somebody is and how you can get in on it. We're all going to get in on it. We're going to try our best to make a million dollars when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.